Hello and welcome to Exeter Life, a podcast about the people, places, and events that comprise life in Exeter, New Hampshire. I'm Lara Bricker, and Exeter also happens to be my chosen hometown. I've lived here since 1998 and written the Exeter Life column since 2013. It's now 2020, and I've launched an independently produced audio version of Exeter Life. This week, who doesn't love chocolate? I mean, I'm sure there's people out there, but I'm not one of them. It's especially handy to have on hand during a pandemic. And so this week, I'm bringing you a story of chocolate that has been born right here in Exeter. Anna Chocolate has come home. After three years at a commercial kitchen space in Epping, the chocolate factory born in Exeter resident Anna Grazier's home kitchen is open at 152 Front Street, along with a new cafe. You know, we've had feelers out for the right property in the Exeter area for years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so our, we have, you know, friends in realty, among them Molly Ruffner, had this place come up. Mm-hmm. And it just felt perfect for what we want. Since opening in August, the flow of customers and friends has been steady, with some even stopping by when the shop is closed in search of chocolate or coffee. It's so exciting. It makes me so happy. We've always wanted to create a place where people can enjoy the, co- the chocolate and we can curate the chocolate that we make mm-hmm. in a finished product, whether it's the form of a, a more educational guided tasting or a pastry or a beverage, a hot chocolate or mocha or the cacao cold brew that he got. So yeah, it's it's really validating to know that the community has responded with the same level of enthusiasm that we feel. Her husband, Matt, worked nonstop to renovate the space to their specifications, building the factory section as well as a newly created cafe. He spent every waking minute of the pandemic here, Anna said. The chocolate business is actually a second career for Anna, who operated a successful wedding photography business with Matt for a number of years. I was doing some soul searching, looking for other areas where I could use my photography Mm -hmm. to make an income, not necessarily through weddings, but kind of shift into a different client sector. So I I started meeting chefs, networking with local chefs, and one one local chef, Evan Mallett, hired me to photograph his Black Trumpet book. Mm -hmm. And that was just a wonderful year and a half long experience. Evan's yeah. a wonderful mentor and uh, supporter of other small businesses mm-hmm. and chefs. While I was working on the photography, I was still doing soul searching, career sort of exploration. And Matt, too, were both wondering okay, how can we shift gears to support our family without having a you know, specific professional training in any field? And just for fun, on the side, I was playing with chocolate. I started teaching myself how to make truffles. When I was teaching myself that, just in my home kitchen, I stumbled into this world of bean-to-bar chocolate makers, people making chocolate from the cocoa bean to the bar using MacGyvered equipment in their home kitchens, repurposed equipment from other kitchen or non-kitchen uses. And I started making chocolate then. I was like, oh, 
forget bonbons. I want to figure out where the actual substance is from and how that's made. At the end of the book project, Anna thought she was going to see a new path she had blazed for herself in food photography. But two things happened that changed that. Mallet asked if she would produce chocolate for his restaurant, but there was a catch. She needed a commercial kitchen license. At the same time, as she was mulling over that, a friend in Oregon who also makes bean-to-bar chocolate encouraged her and said, if the chocolate tastes good, you should sell it. She took the next step, got a license, and for two years made chocolate out of their home kitchen in Exeter. We took over the whole first floor of the house. Okay. So we had to remodel our kitchen, remodel. Yeah, we had to remodel the kitchen, and it took over the kitchen and the dining room. Yeah, chocolate is a, takes a lot of time and space. Okay. And as soon as I started selling it to Evan, and then I started quickly looking for other avenues to sell it. I did a lot of farmer's markets, mm -hmm. and I started selling to some local stores, like Lainey and Louie has carried my bars almost since the beginning as well. Yeah. So two years in your kitchen, your house must yeah. have smelled amazing. It did. The neighbor kids would kind of circle the, the yard because it smells like brownies when you're roasting. It just smells like chocolate. Yeah. Confection wonder. As the business expanded, they sat down with a spreadsheet to calculate how much chocolate they could make in their current space and if they could afford to move to a larger commercial kitchen. They found a space in Epping, and the business continued to grow for the next three years until its return to Exeter. Anna is one of three known bean-to-bar chocolate makers in the state and just about 200 nationally. I love the learning process. I love learning about the people who are growing the cocoa beans in other countries and learning about their economies. I love interacting with them, even though my business is very small. We're only a small portion of their mm -hmm. their subsidy, their, their life support, but it still feels really good to be engaging with their economies directly. So there's that, and there's also just the wonder of chocolate itself is kind of a magical food. Yeah. It's incredibly healthy and good for you. We have sugar, which is not so healthy, but even so, it's really fun to work with a, a substance that just makes people happy and content. The sourcing for her bean-to-bar chocolate is another important aspect of Anna's business and something she feels good about. So the cocoa beans we get are what are called fine flavor beans. They come from the fine flavor sector of the cocoa market, which is mostly direct trade, or if not direct from farmer to me, direct through an intermediary who plays a really important role in our sourcing. So we buy our cacao from three intermediaries, one who brings us beans from Honduras, and then two who bring us beans from a variety of locations. They work direct with the farmers to provide agricultural support, infrastructural support. They help them improve the technological aspects of growing and fermenting the cocoa beans. And they also handle the import, the US import and storage of the beans. And I'm too small to do that part. So it's a, they import beans, store them in the US, and then distribute them to small chocolate mm -hmm. makers like myself. Yeah. And our farmers are paid 
anywhere from 50% to 200% over the commodity market rates. The, the price is driven in part by the farmers and producers themselves rather than by the end market, which is how commodity cacao is priced. Mm -hmm. So it's much more equitable to the producers. Mm -hmm. In addition to chocolate, the new cafe also has coffee, espresso, brownies, scones, and an assortment of other chocolate-themed treats. And it also has a wonderful energy with the pops of midnight blue and tables out front. I want people to know this is a cafe for everyone. I guess when I say we have coffee, what I really mean is it's not just, a, we're not a candy shop. I was surrounded with someone right. who said, oh yeah, I'm gonna send my wife in with the kids, and that's great, it's a fun place for kids, but really, he would really love being here, and I mm -hmm. want people to know this is a chocolate cafe for adults as well as mm -hmm. kids. So that wraps up this episode of Exeter Life. You can find me online at Lara Bricker Author on Facebook or on Twitter at Lara Bricker. If you're interested in crime or true crime, you can find me every week on the podcast Crime Writers On. And if you would like to support this independently produced podcast, you can do so at anchor.fm slash Exeter Life. And I do hope you'll listen again to this podcast because I've still got a lot of stories to tell about life in Exeter. <laughs>